Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Let's bring in Adam Gold, who is part of the WFNZ family. You can hear him weeknights on WFNZ from 7 to 9. And, of course, you can hear him in Raleigh daytime, and you have been able to for basically two decades on 99.9. The fan, he's with us every week. Adam, are you a man with a lot of presidential fitness awards uh, in your past? No, because I've never been able to do one pull-up. I can do push-ups and sit-ups. <laughs> Uh, and I can do the like a shuttle run, and I can carry an egg on a spoon. Uh, uh, and I, I'm also good in the three-legged race, but um, I couldn't get a partner though. Uh, but I am I am willing to come down and participate in the uh, in the Olympics. Oh, we got to we got to make it happen. <laughs> the Rickard Games yeah. 2024. At least there's one. Matt, guy- you should do a dance contest. Oh yeah, get us get. Is there a dance co- comp part of the Olympics, Bob? Yeah, I'd like to get in that mix. That would be good. You have never done one pull. Why are pull-ups so hard for you when you could do the rest of I don't of know. Them? Yeah, I, can't, I cannot do a single pull-up or a chin-up. Can't I, do it. I can't do – I'm not too good at push-ups. I look like I'm trying to make a baby. I, my whole – my whole setup is off, though. I can't. It doesn't look right. It doesn't look that right. That sounds like a technique problem. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Clean that technique up a little bit. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what also oh, didn't look right last night. The Tar Heel defense against the pick and roll. And the, yep. two, and the two Syracuse guards did not look right. And honestly, over the last five games, I mean, there, we've seen these issues with the defense. It has not been near that elite level that it was in the 10-game winning streak. A lot of Tar Heel fans. Fans are worried, concerned. Some are downright freaking out. I mean, how do you think Heels fans should be reacting to what's going on right now? Well, I mean, we do need to know which is the real Tar Heels, right? Because up until the uh, there was a, a moment, I guess it was the Connecticut and the Kentucky uh, Kentucky games back to back. Carolina's defense was bad, uh, and then uh, they decided to discuss things amongst themselves, and it became great. Um, and I actually think their defense was pretty good against Duke, uh, but I thought they really won that game on the offensive end, obviously, yeah. and they won that with effort. Uh, but their defense over these, you know, five or so games has been bad again. So uh, could that be just a general like uh, weariness from the from you know the the exhaustion of a season, and you just hit the wall and you just got to get through it? Uh, if that's the case then it would be understandable that your defense would suffer because that's where the energy and effort really takes place. So if they need a little bit of a break and they're going to get one, I believe, after this weekend, uh, they're off all next week until they play again on the weekend, then you know, maybe that will, uh, that will help them. Maybe they won't. They won't uh, they'll kind of get re-energized. Uh, and the Duke game was you don't need that because you have just loads of adrenaline. Uh, so we'll see. But – it remains to be seen, which is the real North Carolina defense. If it's somewhere in the middle and they don't have a top 10 national defense, then that could be a problem because I don't think they have a top 10 national offense. Uh, but, I mean, I, it's going to be, you know, we'll, we'll find out over the next several games what their defense is about because it has been a defensive problem. 
Yeah, I thought we knew who Carolina was. That was my whole thing for a while. Duke Duke is trying to figure out who they are while winning some games. Carolina looked like they they were a national title contender. Now it's sort of, hey, UNC's got to figure out who they are. As far as Duke goes right now, um, Adam, who who are they going forward in March? Do you do you view Duke as a Final Four threat? Are you worried this could be an early exit year? What's the what's the vibe that you have towards the Blue Devils here in the last couple of weeks and going forward? Uh, to me, it's entirely about two players, um, and I thought that from the beginning of the season. They they need to get elite level Kyle Filipowski. If they don't, they'll probably. I mean, I think making the second weekend of the tournament would be a good end, good end for them. Uh, if they can, if without a an elite Kyle Filipowski, and I, they also need the best version of Tyrese Proctor. Uh, if they don't have it, then it's just going to be too hard for them. They don't have a lot of depth. Uh, they played six guys on uh, Monday night in the win over Wake Forest. I mean, that's it. Ryan Young played two minutes. He's uh, Sean Stewart, I think, played two minutes. They basically used Caleb Foster off the bench, and the five starters played basically every minute of the game. So the the depth is is missing. Uh, as long as Mitchell is healthy, uh, they'll be okay because I think Mitchell is a total connector for them uh, on the defensive end. And if he can knock down a three and force you to at least recognize that he's out there, then I think it opens up a little bit more for Kyle, but uh, I don't think we have seen elite Kyle Filipowski since the game at Pitt when he could have drop kicked at it. Yeah, there's no, yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I at wonder all. if he's better off not for as talented as he is when you watch him. I wonder if he's better off not being the team's best player sometimes. When McCain is on or Roach is taking over or Mitchell has those, I call them shot out of a cannon stretches where it's like, oh, my God, Mitchell's everywhere. I feel like Filipowski, Mac, is almost more comfortable when he's kind of like the second guy. Yeah. Just wonder if that's one of one of those players. I love Mitchell. I think he's the eighth and X factor for him, man. He energizes them when he gets going, like you're talking about. Yeah. Um, let, let, let's say I want to ask you about uh, NC State and Kevin Keats because you're, you're the, <laughs> oh dear, I can't wait to hear this answer because you're there in Raleigh. You know, we'll get to, you'll get some texts from State fans like get Keats the hell out of here. But in Raleigh, I know it's it means so much to so many there. I mean, are you at the point where you're thinking State might move? on and it sounds like due to your evil laugh maybe state fans are at that at that point here's the thing i mean i haven't had and i i I interact with a lot on twitter yeah i haven't had a lot of people that are calling for (laughs) kevin Keith removal i have i just i haven't seen it um but you know i have my own my own eyes to use and they're headed for a fifth non-NCAA tournament end in his seven years as head coach. And it's a program that, I mean, look, they're not Carolina, they're not Duke, they're not Virginia, but heck, if they shouldn't be next on that list, they should be an NCAA tournament team more, more often than not. They haven't had roster continuity. My own feeling is this year... They made a, I don't, it's not really a deal, but they hitched their wagon to DJ Burns, and he cannot play. Uh, he has to be a DH. He can't be a guy that you're going to rely on 25 times, yeah. like 25 minutes a night. 
because he's completely useless in the last 10 minutes of a game, and he is utterly useless on the defensive end. Last I checked, you play defense half the time. So, I mean, to me, I, if there are Met fans in the audience who are about my age, he's not even a DH. He's like Rusty Staub in the late 80s. <laughs> go, look, go look it up, kids. He's an elite pinch hitter, uh, but that's basically all he can give you on a consistent basis. Uh, and they don't have anybody other than uh, not named DJ Horn who looks reliable as a perimeter option. So uh, it's it's going to be tough. I don't see him making the tournament this year. And like I like Kevin. I think Kevin's a pretty good coach, but they can't play his style with with DJ Burns on the court. They can't play a press. He's not a shop locker either. True. That's true. He does not fit the way Kevin Keats wants to play. And no. I feel like he's regressed this year. Is he in worse shape yeah. this year? Like, he is definitely not the player he was last year. And I don't know if it's a fitness no, thing. No, no. Hey, Rusty, well, Rusty Swab? Who'd you say? Rusty, Rusty Stobb. Rusty Stobb. Oh, I typed in Rusty Swab. Look up Rusty Stobb, like, 1983. He was an elite hitter. But, I mean, he was, uh, he was you know, mixed in a salad, Rusty. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I just... I just learned who he was, and unfortunately, we've also lost Rusty Stobb, too, along the way. Oh, so, uh, we did. I, I loved Rusty. He's got a great restaurant. I think the restaurant is still in New York City. Uh, he's, he became a chef. Uh, how about this information? Good, good use of his, good use of his uh, off time. We're so. talking to Adam Gold, 99.9 The Fan in Raleigh, weeknights here on Sports Radio WFNZ. He's with us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Adam, what's your assessment of the post-All-Star break Canes? Uh, another loss last night. What are you thinking right now? Uh, I'm not worried about them. They got great, a, a good goaltending performance last night. They just didn't win the game. Uh, last night was strange because there were defensive breakdowns, which we normally don't see. Uh, I actually thought of their of the four games they've played since the All-Star break, this was the best one they played. Uh, they won two of the others, but this was the best game they played. I didn't think they played all that well against Vancouver, um, and they got away with, having a chance into the third period then a bad goal that was allowed uh, gave Vancouver the win. Carolina played great in the third after that, but they couldn't get a goal. Uh, Vancouver's got a, I mean, Thatcher Demko's an elite goal goaltender, so they just couldn't get one past him. Uh, they handled Colorado and New Jersey. The Jersey game was fun, uh, even though it was just one nothing. Carolina's offense really didn't show up for that game, but they got one when they needed it. Uh, but I thought they played better in the game against Dallas Who's maybe the best team in the West right now? Uh, then they've played, you know, since the All Star break. They just didn't win because they made a couple of mistakes in their own end. Uh, but that was so. I wasn't discouraged. Actually, I I was probably uh, encouraged because I thought the goaltending was great again. Um, Adam, I wanted to ask you about uh, about the Super Bowl and some of the like fallout, like some of the things that Kyle Shanahan is getting criticized for the overtime decision to take the football. Heck, I actually thought, and may, you know, with Pat Mahomes on the other side, he might have wanted to try to treat it as four-down territory in overtime inside the 10 as well. Then it came out that a couple of his players reveal, we weren't ever told these new, over, these new playoff overtime right. rules. Do you think Kyle Shanahan deserves a lot of the bashing he's been getting or no? Yes, he does. Uh, I'm not sure it matters if the players know or not. I mean, I think it helps to know, and clearly the Chiefs players all knew the rule. They had been discussing it since training camp, as they said. 
Um, so, but I'm not sure because the players are going to do what the coach tells them to do anyway. Uh, so I'm not sure it really matters if the players knew or not, but I will say this. If you decided that it was planned beforehand, Kyle, that you were going to, you wanted the third possession, uh, that was more important to you. All right, well, then you better make sure you get a third possession. So <laughs> kicking the field goal was never going to cut it yes. if Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback on the other team. No. You had to know that. Did he? Was he aware? Was he watching the game as Mahomes drove them down the field and could have scored a touchdown in regulation to beat him? Was he was he watch was he paying attention there? Because with six seconds left, they could have run another play. Yeah. But Andy Reid said, you know what, let's just take this field goal now because we'll win this game in overtime. So that's a little bit conservative too, but Reid played it correctly. But Shanahan should have known that if I if if I want another possession, I better score a touchdown here. And that it should have been four down territory. But you don't take the ball anyway, because you're not guaranteed. Uh, a third possession. It's silly. It's like you know what? I want to go. Uh, I want to go sixteen and zero. I'm going to put all my eggs in that fourth game of the season. I'm not going to worry about games one, two, and three. I'm going to win the fourth game of the season. That doesn't make any sense. I mean, you you play what's in front of you and what's in front of you. Like how many college teams take the ball in overtime first? None. They always they want to know they, what they have to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what you. That's what you should do. Yeah, I agree. I, so that that was a mistake. Um, but honestly, Kyle Shanahan's a little unlucky. So he's been in the Super Bowl as either the offensive coordinator or the head coach three times. He faced Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Good luck, man. You, that is true. That is probably not true. one of those games. Uh, we played some- my microphone is off there. I'm new to radio. It's glad to be here. Um, we played some audio before you came on earlier of Mad Dog Russo, a guy you know well and hear all the time, um, ranting and raving that he had to to kick his wife out of the room during the Super Bowl because he was so into the game and his prop bets and he had to watch. And he was he was basically being mean to her, yelling at her, and she has not talked to him since then. Uh, who's the bleephole here in your view? Mad Dog Russo for being that mean to his wife? Or is he justified because it's a Super Bowl and he got to leave the doggy alone here? Uh, honestly, um, I think this is sneaky brilliant on his wife's part. She doesn't have to hear him for how long? Like, can this go on? For, this is where, where I am. I'm coming from. Can this go on for like a month? That would be great. I would like you like for you to not talk to me for a month. So that you're encouraging awesome. maybe more Mad Dog prop bets, like a basketball. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, ask ask questions about Taylor Swift during the next game he wants to watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Adam. Appreciate you, brother. Be good. Everybody, make sure you listen to Adam Gold. You're driving around here weeknights on WFNZ 7 to 9. Thank you, brother. Hey, anytime, fellas. I'll talk oh, yeah. to you later. Shower, shave, and sh- share your mornings with Mac and Bone. Only on Sports Radio 92.7 FM WFNZ. The official home of the Charlotte Sports Fan.